Do you find yourself apologizing for something that wasn't your fault? How many times in a day do you say, I'm sorry, just to make an uncomfortable situation more comfortable? Due to low self-esteem, self-doubt, and being uncomfortable in a situation, women will begin their conversations with, I'm sorry, instead of just saying what they intend to say. In this episode, we will discuss how over-apologizing can come across as a weakness and strategies to replace your apologies with empowering words. You are listening to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Fakera, bringing you over 20 years experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. How are you this morning? I'm great. Good morning, Lisa. And hello, everyone. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another great episode of the Girls of Grit. And today we are talking about something that is really important. And I actually caught myself doing this just this weekend. I was at a meeting and I found myself apologizing. It was during a Zoom meeting, actually. And I was apologizing for the fact that I was in a hotel room when I'm there for a meeting and the only place to do the meeting is in the hotel room. Why would I apologize for that? But, you know, it is such a bad habit, Cindy, I think, for a lot of women. And we're going to go through the reasons of why we believe that women do this. But I really need to be more aware of over-apologizing when it's not necessary. Exactly. And that's actually why we decided to discuss this topic today is because over-apologizing can really be perceived as a weakness. So we want to discuss the reasons behind it. We want to talk about ways we're going to avoid over-apologizing and strategies to approach the situation very differently. Because honestly, this is something that women do more than men. And I'm not just stating a hypothesis or an opinion. Lisa and I took some time to kind of research this as we've noticed women do this and um, it shows that women do apologize more than men. So one study that was out of the University of Waterloo in Canada found, I'm going to quote unquote, found that women tend to apologize more than men because they have a lower threshold than men for what they consider offensive. And that got us thinking, you know, what exactly is offensive? Why do we feel that way? And is that even true? So what we're going to do is just first start to clearly identify what we're talking about. We have necessary apologies and unnecessary apologies. So what is a necessary apology? A necessary apology is something that has a cause and effect event. So let's say I'm standing next to Lisa and I step on her toe. Oh, I'm sorry, because I unintentionally may have hurt her. Let's really hope I'm not wearing heels and she's wearing flip-flops because that would really hurt. But either way, I would say I'm sorry immediately. Totally necessary. 
But today's topic is really focusing more on unnecessary apologies. So we're just going to focus on why we use the word sorry inappropriately, and then how others can perceive women when they exhibit this type of, I'm going to call it a conversation behavior, if that's such a thing. So let me just help further understand. I'll give an example. So for instance, have any of you, say you're in a hospital, walked into an elevator, or it could be anywhere. Have you ever walked onto an elevator and there's some people already on there and a woman walks on and instead of saying that she just wants number floor seven, she walks in and says, sorry, can you push seven? Have you ever heard somebody start the sentence with sorry when they walk into a situation like that? Yes, absolutely. I've probably done it, raising my (laughs) hand here, because maybe I'm uncomfortable because the elevator is tight or there's a couple of, you know, really prominent physicians in the elevator or whatever the situation is, I'm walking into it feeling uneasy. And so I will apologize because I'm uneasy in the situation. Not necessarily is anybody else in that elevator. They're probably not even paying attention to the fact that you just got on the (laughs) elevator, especially if it's five in the morning or six in the morning and you're getting there for your first case. I don't think anybody's paying attention. They're more on their phone and drinking coffee. So Cindy, I actually have another example that comes to mind um, with regards to over-apologizing when it's really not necessary and I, I've noticed this in you know, meetings that I attend where the presenter has a ton of data that's in a slide and they've worked really hard on this data, right? I mean, they've collected it, they've put it in there, and, but it's a busy slide. And I will say more often than not, when it's a female presenting, immediately she says, I'm so sorry. I know it's a busy slide. I don't know if I've ever heard a male say, I'm so sorry. Instead, I think they just say, it's a busy slide. Yep, let me explain that to you. Why we feel as women that we have to apologize for something like that is crazy because we've worked so hard on that data and it's important data. Yes, it may be busy and yes, it may be confusing, but you're up there on the stage to explain it to the listeners. So why apologize? Just say yes. It is busy. And now I'm going to stand here and explain it to you. And and you're right, because I was visualizing, would a man do that when you said that? And I don't really think so. I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't, but let's just say for, for conversation purposes, it is majority women that would do that. Not every woman and not every man, but majority, this is what we see. And this is something that we'd like you to recognize. So you don't do this because it does perceive you as weak. And, you know, this also made me think when you just said that as well, have you, if you're in a presentation style meeting and somebody says, all right, you can ask questions anytime, or, you know, have you seen a woman raise her hand and say, sorry, um, but I have a question or sorry, can I ask a question? Have you heard that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've probably done it. Honestly, I've probably done it. I know. So, I mean, why do we do that? It's very simple just to say, I have a question makes it so much easier. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, when we're talking about this, I think you and I have gone back and forth and it really does make you look weak or lacking confidence, especially with the PowerPoint presentation. Own your presentation. It's yours. You're presenting on it. Own it. You know, don't come across as lacking that confidence 
or being insecure about what you're standing up there doing. You need to own the room, own the presentation. Right. Don't, don't be insecure. Another idea that comes to mind is think about um, lunch, breakfast in services where you may go into a conference room and you have some staff or you're waiting for a physician. And let's face it, physician schedules are extremely busy. So let's say that day he's held up, he's held up. You have everything you need there. Um, you get noticed he's coming in late. So he walks in the room. There's two different ways the situation can go. For our discussion purposes about over-apologizing, if he walks in the room and the female rep says, sorry, you had such a busy day. Mm. Here, we'll go through this real quick. It makes him feel, I would think, he may feel uneasy that, oh, he just did everything he could to get here. And then you don't want him to feel bad. You know, I mean, doctors right. are busy. They have busy schedules. He right. came in there, you know? So it would be so much better if she could just walk in there. He comes in. Thank you for, for making it so great to see you, you know, and then you can do the meeting that you plan to do. But just saying sorry because somebody else is late is not an appropriate way to use the word sorry. So why do women do this? There's a lot of reasons, and we've done some research on this, um, but what really comes to mind, and I would think this definitely applies to me, is maybe you're uncomfortable in a situation or you're uneasy, right? And you're trying to kind of make the room feel better for you because you're uncomfortable in that situation. The elevator is a perfect example of that. Um, maybe you're not sure of yourself, right? Maybe, maybe you're presenting on something like that data slide that we talked about, but maybe you didn't do your homework. And so you're unsure of what you're talking about and you should have done your homework so that you are rock solid in what you're presenting on. Um, people pleasing. I tend to do that a lot, right? That's, that's my default is to make sure everybody's okay. But not necessarily does that need to happen in the business world. You know, sometimes you're not going to make everybody happy. So don't apologize for that. Just state what you need to state. Um, nervousness. You know, again, the PowerPoint, maybe you're just nervous talking in front of people. Work on your nervousness. Figure out ways, do some research on how to overcome that nervousness when presenting, when speaking uh, in a public forum. Um, and there are some other reasons too, Cindy, right? Yeah, actually two come to mind. One is when you are not confident in what you're trying to say. I mean, even just going back to the in-service situation. And if you are not confident in the knowledge you're about to present, maybe that's a reason why you tend to over-apologize. And then another one that I think overall, um, when I stepped back and really started thinking about this conversation that we decided to talk about today of over-apologizing is I think I noticed women use the word sorry to take up space. Mm. Maybe they don't like silence. It's just kind of a sentence mm -hmm. filler. You know, and also women overall tend to feel guilty about things. Sometimes we carry guilt that is not necessary and maybe it comes off as like a false guilt, you know, or, um, again, I think that ties in with, with people pleasing, but I think that, you know, a lot of these things we said, are you nervous? Are you meeting a doc? Do you feel sorry? Um, I mean, sorry, do you feel uneasy? You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you don't want to say, hey, sorry, nice to meet you, because men do not do this, right? No, 
Yeah, they're, they don't. Firm handshake. Nice to meet you. They're not going to apologize if somebody else is running late. That's not their fault, right? But we tend right. to do that because it makes the situation feel more comfortable. We think that maybe the doctor's uncomfortable about being late. Probably not because they're used to being late, right? They're used to their clinics running late. They're used to cases going longer than expected. All mm-hmm. of that is the norm in this industry. So why try and make something, I don't even know, try and overcompensate for something that really doesn't need any overcompensating. Um, here's a great example. And this has nothing to do with work, but honestly, it's at home. And I will be 1000% honest here and say, I definitely did this and probably still do this is apologizing to your husband when you ask them to help you with the kids. You've Mm -hmm. had a long day. They've had a long day. You're cooking, you've cleaned, you got a baby on your hip, you got a toddler pulling at your legs, whatever it is. You know, your 10 year old needs you to help them with homework, whatever it is. And you, you know, the husband comes home and you say, Oh, I'm so sorry, but can you please help me? What, what, what? No, that is their responsibility too. That is half their kid. They have made that baby. They <laughs> absolutely take responsibility for their kid. Right. And you know, when, so when we were researching this, this was, this was actually shown in a commercial that neither Cindy nor I had ever seen. And it is a fantastic commercial and everybody should watch it. And it was the 2017 Pantene commercial. Yes. It's titled, sorry, not sorry. And it's awesome. It says like, I think it says be strong, be shot. You know what, Lisa, let's put this in our show notes because it's only about a minute long, but I think if anybody's relating to this, topic we're discussing. We could not believe we saw this commercial and it is literally a visual of, of what we're talking about. But of course we had thought about this and what we see in our, in our work environment, but I I just think you should watch this. It was, it was amazing because I think it helped validate the necessary conversation on this topic because clearly it happens because there's commercials out there. Actually, Lisa and I also were doing some researching. There's books out there too, um, on all, all different types of behavior that women do to over-apologize. So, Mm -hmm. um, you're not alone if, if you do this. So how can we pivot our behavior that's negative to positive? So we're just going to go through a few words that we can use instead of I'm sorry and sorry when you're heading into your work day to day. Yes. The first thing I want to mention is a gratitude word. So instead of, and it's kind of the conversation we just mentioned with coming in late to a meeting, instead of saying sorry for being late, even when it's your turn to be late, you can walk in and say, thank you for waiting for me and then go into what you were saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for waiting for me is great. You know, so nice to meet you. Thanks for waiting for me. Um, you know, another one that I was thinking about was if you have made a mistake. Okay. So now you've truly made a mistake. It's your fault. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I apologize. This is on me. I will rectify the situation. End of story. Just cut and paste. Acknowledge the fact that you, you messed up and now you're going to fix it. However that is, whatever that is. And if you didn't have an answer, you know, this happens a lot. I'm, I'm sure this happens to you, Cindy. You know, you're in a case or you're at a meeting and a physician asks you some important information and you don't know it, like maybe it's data. What I was taught a long time ago, I think my father actually taught me this, is acknowledge up front you don't have the answer. I do not have that answer. 
but I will get that to you by the end of the case, the end of the day, the end of this meeting, whatever it is, you acknowledge, I don't have that information for you, but I will get it for you. And you take responsibility. Don't, I'm so sorry. I don't know. No, just acknowledge you don't have it. Not everybody, nobody's perfect, right? Mm. So yeah, your job is to bring value and you're still going to bring value. You're still going to get the answer. You know, um, not everybody has every answer to everything, but you're right. And be confident that you're going to get that answer. Don't be like, I'm sorry. I think I'm sorry. I'm going to get it later. No, get it. And and then uphold what you said and give them the answer by the end of the day. Absolutely. And they appreciate that, right? They know they can't expect you to know everything. So it is what it is. And you're going to get it to them. End of story. End of story. So another one, and you, you mentioned this with regards to asking a question. I'm so sorry. I need to ask a question. No, excuse me. I have a question for you. And then you ask the question. You use assertive language. You know, you don't need to apologize for asking a question when they probably said, hey, does anyone have any questions? Well, yeah, don't apologize for asking the question. It's not uncommon for people to question things or data or situations or whatever it is. And if it is a situation, if you're in a case and you want to ask something about a procedure, excuse me, Dr. Smith, I have a question for you. And then they're going to tell you, hey, now's not a good time. And you're going to say, okay, or sure, sure, shoot, Cindy, what's your question? Right. And you know, I think questions and decisions are also something to talk about too. If you make a decision for something, you know, a lot of times we do a lot of problem solving, a lot of team events. If you make a decision, then just stand by it and be confident. Never apologize for your decision. So whatever you decided on, stand by it and then, and then go forward. So I think that, um, let's just take a few minutes to Think back to the very beginning, some of the situations we said, if we were to flip that around and use some of the confident words we discussed and switch the situation, instead of walking into an elevator full of docs saying, sorry, can you press number seven? Think about this. Elevator doors open. You see people. Good morning. Could you please press number seven? Perfect. Yeah. There's nothing more that needs to be said. Again. Don't apologize. It's just an action. Can you please hit number seven? And one other that I really feel strongly about is the conversation starter. I just think there's no reason to say sorry at the top of a sentence. Sorry should be a sentence when I step on your foot, period. Sorry, right? But never, sorry, can I blah, blah, blah. So now I think that you could switch the situation rather than saying sorry to ask something. You just state, sorry, instead of saying, sorry, you know, hello, good morning. Can I have a minute to discuss something with you? That that's simple. Yeah. Yeah. And again, with the presentations on what you're presenting on, it's your data. You were asked to speak on it. You know it better than anyone else. You know, I mean, even if you misspeak, misspeak, you, you still own that data. It's yours. Don't apologize for it. Be proud of it. And I think a lot of this always circles back to confidence. Be confident. That is so important in this industry, especially in this industry. Mm-hmm. People are looking to you to know the answers. And again, if you don't have one of the answers, because you're never going to have all of them, acknowledge it and find it out. And that's it. Don't apologize for it. 
Don't apologize for being in a meeting that you were asked to be at with the physician. Don't apologize at your presentation because you were asked to be a guest speaker. Own it. Be who you should be. You are there for a reason. Yes. And, you know, we talk about self-awareness a lot and it's just so important in business and in life. So if you just take some time to reflect on this habit and then you figure out different ways to break it, it's not the end of the world. Very, very simple change can make a huge impact in your business. Yes, absolutely. The last thing you want to do is be perceived as being weak or you're not confident in what you're doing. Um, And honestly, if you're continually excessively over-apologizing, you're going to make everybody else feel uncomfortable. And then they're going to basically be like, you know what? She's not confident. She doesn't know what she's doing. I'm just going to go work with so-and-so instead of her because he's never apologizing. Maybe he should apologize for some things, but I'm just going to work with him because he seems to exude this confidence and she's really bringing herself down by this over-apologizing. They're not saying that. That's in their head. That's what they're thinking by the continuous over-apologetic behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and I think in summary, you know, over-apologizing can indeed be perceived as a weakness. I think we, we beat that one. Um, but with the self-awareness and practice, you can replace these excessive apologies with displays of strength and even confidence. Because by focusing on taking responsibility, using assertive language, recognizing your own worth, You can enhance your communication and really build stronger relationships to ultimately have a better outcome. Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to begin the call to action and I'm going to let Cindy finish it. But as I said this morning, when we first started talking, you know, being aware of when you're doing this and why you're doing this, are you walking into a situation that you're unsure of? Okay, well, be self-aware of that. Why are you unsure? Get sure, you know, do your homework, learn the procedure, be confident in your product, know your sales pitch. Don't walk into a situation unsure. And if you are, be aware of it and don't be over apologetic for it. Own it. It is what it is. Confidence will help you play this out so much better. So we are asking you today to be more aware. Start realizing where you are in yourself and in your day, in your conversations, and try and catch yourself before that I'm sorry slips out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and don't doubt your abilities. Don't undermine, undermine um, yourself to your uneasiness. You know, find ways to build yourself up and not tear yourself down. And honestly, to all the women out there, you can choose to sound confident because sounding confident will make you feel confident. And feeling confident is the springboard to unlimited possibilities. So we are so glad you joined us today for this episode on over-apologizing for the Girls of Grit podcast. And we hope you join in next time. Yes, have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. So dig in and find us on Instagram at the girls of grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, the girls of grit.